Hello and welcome to the Pixel Pals podcast. My name is Xanadude and today I'm joined by my good friend, Zach. We have a lovely episode for you today and some updates um, for our dedicated listeners. We want to give you a little heads up as to where we're going, where have we been, yeah, how far it's going to take to get there. Uh, Zach, how is your day going so far? We're recording on a Monday night. Um, dude, it was. It was I'm not gonna lie. It was a tough work day. Yeah, tough, tough work day. Um, for those of you that don't know, I work with children on children and adults on the autism spectrum, and uh. One of my clients right now, uh, he's just, he's he's a tough one. So uh, it was just a, a tough day for us, but uh, we made it through, and uh, we'll start fresh tomorrow. And that's why we have the video games. Yes. Oh, um, yeah, I am dealing with a uh, Zach. I'll show you after this. I didn't want to show you before. I know. Yeah, you. We were half, texting earlier. Half of my house does not have not half, but one of the walls on the outside of my house had some significant water damage that we Shut found out up. over the weekend. Um, so there's a giant hole in it. And your boy <laughs> will not pay anybody to do anything, so I'm gonna fix it. Oh, I did some electrical man. work today after work, and we're gonna work on framing uh, the wall. Oh, buddy, because yeah. I I texted you and I was like, dude, I got the big sad today. Like I'm just I'm going through it. Like the podcast is what I'm really looking forward to. And he was like, yeah, dude, I am too, <laughs> but like for different reasons. I let me sh- when you get here, I've got to show you. Yeah, I'll show you on. after this. It's a big hole. Oh uh, man. Yeah, and there were some carpenter ants in there too. So, oh yeah, it's a whole mess. Jesus. But we're not talking about my worries today. We're going to mm-hmm. be talking about two amazing games that are going to come out, one sooner than the other. Yes. Uh, the first one is Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, which comes out on November eighteenth. We're going to be yes. discussing everything that's new, and then what do we think is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're going to be discussing Assassin's Creed Mirage, which just got released or announced the other day. Yeah. And we're going to be discussing that as well. I'm so, so hyped for that one. Uh, we will be right back after this non-commercial break. back xanadude what are we looking at right now on our uh our nifty little monitor we're looking at some pokemon uh for um, the audio listeners not uh, just any pokemon but brand new pokemon brand new pokemon wait 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 this one uh looks freaking awesome okay so we are let's discuss the new pokemon then yep. we'll talk about what we know about the paldea yep, yep, yep. region and everything that's that um so we've, we've covered the three starters before sprigatito fuecoco and quaxley it's sprigatito or fuecoco So I don't know if you do this, but this is what I do to kind of really inform my choice. 95% of the time it's fire because fire type always gets the coolest evolutions. However, sometimes, you know, grass or water has a cool one. I go and I look ahead of time what their final evolutions look like just because, dude, I swear to God, if this goddamn cat is bipedal, I'm going to shoot myself. Dude, I saw some like really cool fan art. Of someone that made it a saber tooth tiger. Yeah, I, I, I was like, saw this that. is sick. Is if sick. they don't do this, I am quitting Pokemon. I would love that. So um, over the week, uh, over the past few weeks, we have had new Pokemon that got released. Yep. Um, so let's just go through the list. Uh, we have the legendaries have been released. Uh, Corridon and Maradon. Um, they both look like kind of like dragony with like. Imagine know. if a motorcycle and a dragon had a baby. Yeah. Like I kid you not, one of them has. 
literally just a wheel in its chest. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I mean, they both kind of do. Um, uh, the newest releases that um, just came out this weekend or maybe last week yeah, is Armor Rouge and Sarah Luge. Um, they look like Mega Man. They do, yeah. Like, like one of them they looks look dope, like a, though. They do, like so. Which one you nabbing? Because like I'm, I'm sure this one's for Scarlet and that, that one's yeah. for Violet. I think I'm gonna get Violet I think solely I'm get for Violet, yeah. for Sarah Ludge because holy crap, dude! It's Mega Man. If Mega Man had swords for hands instead of guns, yeah, it's swords for hands. Oh, so awesome! Um, there, then there's uh, they released two new ones this uh, as well as well as those, and that is Cloth and Graphai. 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 Yeah. So like. One of them, so Graphii looks like a like a lemur, like like a like a punk lemur that has rabies. Yeah. Um, and Klauf looks it's like a little grass a, crab. Just a crab. I think it's, it's a rock crab. crab. Just a crab. It's just a crab. And everybody rock, was like, crab. "Man, that's so cool." I was like, "How many times are they gonna make a crab?" Like a crab. And we're all just crab. Like, there's, people. I could name seven crab Pokemon. Not I, really. No, but there's, not really. But I feel like there's cr crawfish or that one. Crawdon. Crawdon. Um, crabby. Okay, um, maybe there's not that many. <laughs> now, now I look at it. Um, we have Paldean Whooper, which is just a brown whooper. We have Smoliv, Lechonk, and Palmy. Smoliv looks just like Badoo, though. Yeah, it looks very, but it's an olive. Um, and then we have Fido, which is just a dog oh made of like God. buns. It's so it's, and then um, Cyclozar is going to be your mount, so you get to like ride that dude around. Now, see, okay, now that's interesting because I'm going to assume then at some point you get the legendary and you get to ride them around too. Well. Yes, hear me out. Cyclozar will evolve into one of the legendaries. Oh, I could see that. I could see that. Dude, yeah, it, actually, it, okay, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Come yeah, on, it's yeah. right there. That's crazy though. That which which that's like cool because I mean I'm gonna assume you get them pretty pretty early on. Like you, you get, get right the Cyclozar pretty early, apparently. Right. Um, wow. So those are all the new Pokemon. There are a lot of new th concepts that are being introduced with this version. Um, we have something called Let's Go Mode which will allow you to do auto battling and auto generate oh. items and stuff like that. So you can basically skip through battles. Um, like the it, pointless battles. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're training, you can like set Pokemon to like use certain moves and stuff. I'm not hundred percent sure on how oh, it works, but it's nice. called let's go mode and it's totally optional and everybody's bitching about it online. Surprise, surprise. Who cares? Um, I think it's a very, very no, good, I good love, addition. Like it, especially if they're going to be doing away with the free roaming, aspect of Legends Arceus and kind of letting you control the battles that way and really choosing when and how you're going to battle. I think if they're going to go back to the old school way of, oh, and it's random and you have no choice. Yeah. Give me, give me, give me the option to yeah, just auto battle and skip. Like, especially, especially if my Fue Coco is a level 30 and you're giving me a level two Weedle. Like yeah. really? Like why am I even wasting my time? Let me, like, come on. Come on. We know I'm going to win. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, so in auto battling is definitely one of the new features that I would say is kind of controversial. Although no, we, we on this podcast have criticized the Pokemon company for not changing things up per, yeah. um, each installment. So I think me and Zach are both on the same yes, boat definitely. where this is kind of dope. Uh, it is going to be a non-linear adventure, meaning you can battle the gyms in whatever order you want. Oh, I love that. Um, I don't know how that's going to work. I don't know if it's like this. You could go to the level 50 gym whenever you want, or it's going to scale based on the level of your party, or the first gym you beat will be a certain level, and then yeah, the next I wonder, one will go Yeah, I wonder up. if they all just kind of level up. They're smart people. Yeah, They'll they, figure it they out. got it. Um, we have two hot new professors. Oh, Professor my God. Professor Thada and Professor Turo. They're both hot, also hot. Um, I don't know why they made them so attractive. 
Well, dude, I feel like it's kind of been a thing, like, because po- Professor Willow won Pokemon Go. Professor Oak's kind of hot, too. Professor Oak's hot in, like, an old man Yeah, like an old man, like, like Grandpa. Dude, Professor way. Willow could get Yeah, he, he, they, they had no business making him that sexy. And then in Sword and Shield, it's the grandma at first, but then that really cute redhead, the, like, spunky little redhead, she becomes the professor, and yeah. you're like, oh. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's hot, too. Like, dude, um, all the professors are just hot. And, and you know what? I like this. Smart people are hot, too. Yeah. All yeah. right. We're 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 rationalizing here. Um, it is gonna have four player co-op. Up to four player. Oh. Up to four player co-op. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder what that's gonna look like. We're, I mean, you and I will definitely have to try. Oh that. yeah, I have no fucking Maybe clue. Maybe we can get Geo um, in on it with But us. yeah, that would be sick. Um four player co-op, and I didn't make that up. I read an article that was that's... put out by oh. um I actually did my Kotaku. Ooh, Kotaku's pretty hit or miss, but Kotaku's I this great. this article's been up for a while. So I was gonna I'm, say, I'm gonna... and I don't know, I could see it. I uh, really could see it. Yeah. Um yeah, Kotaku is very clickbaity, but this this article, this um I've been reading through this throughout the day, and yeah. I think it's pretty legit. Um uh, it's gonna have stories. three distinct stories, meaning I feel like you're gonna have some different ending depending on what you do. Huh. Um I have no idea how that works. I guess we don't really understand, but that map looks great. Yeah, the map does look great. Uh, it's definitely one of the bigger maps yeah, in definitely. scale that we've done. Um, I don't. I. It's just yeah. It says a non-linear adventure, open world, uh, co-op. Yeah. Uh, so the different obviously so. The different versions of the Pokemon games are going to give you different outcomes of like what Pokemon you can find. Yeah. Um, some of like the examples. Version exclusive Pokemon. Version exclusive of like the new Pokemon, but also older Pokemon. Older ones, yes. So I really wanted to get Violet, but then I'm looking and you can get Larvitar and Scarlet and Stonjourner, which I don't give a shit about, but Larvitar. You would rather Larvitar over Bagon? Uh, Bro, Bagon turns dude, into Salamander. I know. It's, what? That's what I'm saying. It's such a tough pick. I love how they did this. But Ice Q, who the fuck cares about Ice Q? Dude, they, but like, but who the fuck cares about Stonjourner? Yeah, exactly. Those are throwaways. Okay, like, it's Larvitar versus Bagon, and this could divide the community because I like both Pokemon. I think Salamander already divided us. Salamance is probably the coolest dragon Pokemon out. Oh, 100%. but Larvitar is probably one of my favorites. Or like, um, yeah, he looks like Godzilla. Tyranitar awesome. is so cool. Yeah, such a cool Pokemon. Yeah, um, I mean, for, yeah, for, I mean, I was already leaning towards Violet, also because of Serral Sludge or whatever the hell. Yeah, Me- Mega Sword Sword Mega Man. Serraludge. Serraludge. No, yeah, I don't think we said that right. Uh, yeah, Serraludge. 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 Um, but and now that I know that Bagon is gonna be in it, come on, like well, I already have I'll, half I'll my get, team. I'll get Scarlet then. You have Violet. All right, can, deal. Because you know I, mean? I was gonna say yeah, I already have yeah, half my team too. now. I got my starter. I got Bagon and I got Serraludge. Uh, Done. what? I think I did have the segment said, what do we think is coming? And I, I mean, I think we still have some time. We have the Nintendo direct tomorrow. So I'd be surprised if we didn't get new information. I'd be shocked if we didn't get Um, more. We, we still haven't seen the third legendary. So most of these Pokemon games, well, they may not most, but a lot uh, of them, most of them have like the, like the mega legendary where Palkia, Dialga, Giratina, you have Rayquaza is the third for gen three. Right. Don't ask me about black and white or gen X and Y. I don't know. But yeah, like a lot of the times, yes, it's like, you know, you have your version exclusive legendary and then one that carries over to both. Yeah. Or like the three, like, uh, you have like the lake Pokemon, you know, Azelf and all them, or you have Reggie's and, yeah. Um, so there's definitely going to be more legendaries that are in the mm-hmm. game. It's just we haven't had any. Of those I wonder yet. if tomorrow maybe we see the the evolutions of different of new Pokemon, not necessarily our starters, but like maybe we see a Lechonk evolution and a Fido evolution. You know? Yeah. Uh, we we are. Sorry, it's my 
um, so we are going to be like students in like some sort of Pokemon school. Like that's the oh, that's yeah. the job. Um, Team Star is going to be the evil people. Dude, you know, um, hang on, hang on, hang on. Really? They I they got to start coming up with better names for the, the it, yeah. uh, okay. Team Star does not sound intimidating at all it doesn't but neither did team galaxy and neither did team aqua on, or team on, magma like so many of them Team were... magma a little bit but team <laughs> galaxy we weren't the bad guys in that one though uh, oh yeah yeah we weren't okay. we weren't the bad guys we we weren't like, okay um you're right like team star like really yeah. come on pokemon get like team rock i don't understand why they have to like why can't it just be team rocket why can't team rocket be like a worldwide organ like like operation i don't know um why not and Team Star is like a group of delinquent students. So it's like bad students. And you're the good students. Dude. Uh, or nothing. Uh, so at the World Pokemon World Championships, we did get a battle focus trailer. I don't know. It looks dope. It looks yeah, good. Yeah, it does. Uh, if you pre order the game, you get a special bonus Pikachu and some like items and stuff. Who cares about Pikachu anymore? <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, so it comes out on November 18th. We're excited. And yeah. in the later half of the episode, we're going to be discussing uh, the. New Assassin's Creed and just kind of I feel like we're gonna have more to say about that because now, it's less like reporty and more like speculation. Yeah, more just like speculation. Yeah. Now I have I don't want to say it's a concern about the release date, but a little bit of of a concern about people picking it up and not playing it for a little while because as you know, God of War comes out like a week and a half before this. And that's like one of the most anticipated games for, for most gamers of this year. I'm just uh, don't give me that like I'm not giving you any rub. look. I'm not giving you any look. I I'm just waiting for you to speak so I can rebut it. Like this is how it goes. You say something stupid, I say something more stupid. Um yeah, this might be stupid, but like I I mean just cuz I know I'm going to be like, you know, nose deep into God of War. So like, I'm just like worried deep right there. Yes. I'm just We're trying worried. to be more PC because I am promoting this on my TikTok yeah, now yeah. and yeah, I am a teacher so yeah, we're going to um, try not to swear as much. I'm limiting I'm limiting Zach to 3 F words. Yeah, I've episode. already used two. <laughs> you have already used two. We have the F word timer up. Um I haven't used any. <laughs> not Fuck. yet. That's my first one. <laughs> there you go. Okay, uh, I but, I do agree. Finish, finish. Yeah, um so I just I can see it kind of being like this thing at least for me where you know, you're playing it far before I am because I'm not going to be done with God of War. I don't know if that's going to be the case. I mean, I think it would have been suicide if either of these games released because I honestly, I do think that these are probably the two biggest games coming out this year. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think Within the Venn diagram of people who are going to play Pokemon and also going to play God of War, I think there's more people who aren't going to play both than you think. Yeah, 100%. I think that there's a huge people that that are invested in the Switch um, atmosphere. I don't think that's the right word. People that are invested in playing on the Switch and they yep. don't have a PS5. Right. I think all those people are going to play Pokemon when it comes out. I yes. think that there's hardcore gamers. I'm calling you a hardcore gamer. Oh, which is the, probably the thank worst you. thing I've ever said to you. Yeah. I think hardcore gamers, oh, I don't even like the way it sounds. <laughs> like me and you want to play both games and we're going to do whatever it takes to play both games. For me, yeah. it means buying on my PS4 and watching it chug along as my PS4 screams and <laughs> takes <laughs> off into the stratosphere. Screams for help. <laughs> It is a PS4 Pro, so dude, maybe... it does not matter, buddy. Not, I no. I had a PS4 Pro before I got my PS5, and playing games such as you know like Red Dead Two and Ghost on it, it was like, <laughs> it was uh, bad. So in that sense, I think I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal for me. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, think I remember I think for you personally, it's an issue. Yeah, it is. Um, cause, just because I remember when Sword and Shield came out, it came out the same day that Jedi Fallen Order did. 
And I remember everybody was there, like, lined up for Pokemon. And they are like, oh, dude, like, you excited for Pokemon? And I was like, yeah, what? but, like, I'm not here for Pokemon. <laughs> I mean, I'm picking up my copy, but I'm more yeah. here for Fallen Order. I'm going to, I'm not touching Pokemon for a week or two. <laughs> That's going thing. on like, the shelf, baby. Yeah. Yeah, and Sword and Shield was one that I uh, could have skipped. But, All right, so semantics. Poker Watch. I, did we announce what we were doing next week? Oh, I don't think dude, we, did. we totally forgot. God, um, so bad. We are terrible. So next week, I, you've already played this game. It, it's an older game. Um, I'm going on a little spiritual journey. I'm going to play Dishonored for the first time. Uh, which oh, my boss is, is calling me. Yeah, okay. So uh, we're all getting calls tonight. So Dishonored is a game that came out in, waiting for this Google search to finish, uh, came out in October of 2012. What a great year. Um, mm -hmm. Dishonored is a series of, it's published by Bethesda, um, but developed by Arcane Studios, two of my 10 out of 10 studios. First off, I love Arcane. I'm so excited for Redfall. Um, but Bethesda, we all know, I'm a huge fanboy. I would, I suckle at you the You know what other game Bethesda Arcane games. Studios did? Uh, the absolute flop that was Deathloop. It was not a flop just because you did not like the game personally. Dude, not I'm not the only flop. one that didn't like it. Oh. I know you're not the only one. But to say it flopped when it was literally nominated for like four Game of the Year categories no, last year. Dude, okay. But like that's like saying, hey, Xanadu, you and, and two super slow people ran in a race and you won. That's like, oh, Xanadu was the fastest of two people with no legs. <laughs> like... <laughs> it's kind of like only like two other good games came out that year. I They're get that. Okay, I get that. I know what you're trying to say. All right, so next week, um, we're going to be starting a new series. We are going to be uh, reviewing old games. And by old games, we mean like 10 years older or older. Um, so let's, older. let's start with the year 2012, because that means we can actually get these games on modern consoles. Yes, and, and we don't have to Zach doesn't down. have a computer. So yeah, uh, I have a laptop be, and that's... It's going to be very difficult for him to play games that are that old. It, yep. We need to be able to... So we're going to be doing um, a game a series where we review old games that may have flown under your radar. And we're really excited about it. I, yeah. I enjoy the content that we make, Zach, but we do a lot of like news and mm -hmm. like breaking stuff. Yeah, which is unfortunate because if someone watches this, listens to this episode four weeks from now, they're gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's like, like, "Well, they're still an age." Well, yeah, like, like we okay, already know because the game's out. Yeah. yeah, so we're gonna be focusing a little bit more on that. I think it's gonna be more interesting because it kind of, you know, it's like a series. You can stay up to date. It'll also be cool to kind of see, you know, what gameplay mechanics, you know, carried on throughout the ages, and what was like, oh wow, this was such a. 2012 thing and i'm glad that it's not there anymore or yeah. such as like wow i can't believe that this mechanic was introduced so early on into like gaming like certain just certain things that kind of stuck around in gaming yeah um so it'll be really neat to kind of go back and, and look at all those things too i've toyed with the idea of like doing developers will be like oh let's play let's play a bunch of arcane studio games oh we'll yeah, replay yeah, yeah, death yeah. loop you love that Ugh. but well and you know what i mean we could rank games based on studios oh. like I, yeah, I, I, we yeah, have a yeah. lot of good ideas and we're going to take some time to. Yes, I'm also going to promote are. these more because I Hell feel yeah. like we post these episodes every week and then I don't tell anyone about them. <laughs> uh, other than that, we are going to take a quick break and when we come back, we are going to be discussing Assassin's Creed Mirage. All right, welcome back to Pixel Pals. We are going to be uh, discussing Assassin's Creed Mirage. Um, we watched the trailer before we recorded. Uh, that was like my pretty fourth time yeah, watching pretty it sure today. It Zach's fourth time watching it. I got chills, Zach. I honestly did. Dude, I you did. It was... So, for those of you that don't know, I'm not really as public about it anymore. 
I am a huge Assassin's Creed fan. I am a slave to the franchise. I have played every single one. After Odyssey and Valhalla, especially Valhalla, I was like, you know what? I'm swearing off Assassin's Creed. They just aren't doing what I want them to do because I just, you know, they really started to lean into the, like the high fantasy aspect and like, oh, the fantastical, the gods of the realms and da 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 da. And that's not why I'm playing Assassin's Creed. I want to play it because I want to have this, you know, historical RPG kind of thing where it's like, oh, I'm playing as a pirate. I'm playing as this. I'm playing as that. Um, this trailer, they were like, when it released, they also made an announcement saying, we're going back to our roots. This is going to be very similar to Assassin's Creed's of old, like your Assassin's Creed's, Assassin's Creed 2, which I think is the best one in the, in the franchise. And just looking from the cinematic trailer, it, I can just tell. Um, right now, we're looking at one of the voice actors, like uh, the voice actress her that- Her name is Shara Agadashlu, and I know I- Butchered that. I'm so sorry. Yeah, but like you hear her voice and you're like, I know it. You and know we're looking at her IMDb is. and she's in oh my God. so many so good she, things. Uh, so that's the first voice that you hear and it's very, very like distinct. That's like right? pretty much like the only voice in the trailer. She's yeah. narrating the trailer. Um, she is, you might know her from Destiny 2. She plays Lakshmi. I don't know. I don't play Destiny 2. Um, she was also in Arcane. She played Grayson. Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Um, she played Admiral Shalaran. Ghostbusters Afterlife. She was Gozer. Okay, uh, dude. She she's the pun. She was in the Punisher. Destiny Two. She was. That's the one I know her from. The Star Punisher. Trek Beyond. Elementary. Oh, she's in Elementary. I love that show. That's um, oh no, that's not actually. I thought we were, I thought it was Abbott Elementary. Oh, well, well, um, well. She's been in Destiny Two since. She's been in Destiny since the game was conceived. She's in Grim. Uh, Percy Jackson. Blah blah blah. Portlandia? Wow, that's crazy. NCIS? Okay, now I'm just reading her. I yeah, she's it. she's in a lot, and she's a very talented actress. Very talented. I could listen to her talk forever. Um, she's got such a unique voice. So this game is a return to form. Basically, Ubisoft oh, said, God. we know we messed up, guys. We was know bad. you didn't like that last one. How about we bring you back to the good old days? So I'm just I'm going to like throw a comparison out there. Remember, you, you heard of the little indie film called Pirates of the Caribbean, right? I've seen it. Um, So you know how there was like, it was like swashbuckling adventure with a with a side of like fantasy, like, oh, they're dead pirates. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. And then they're like, hey, you know what the, the folks out there really liked? The fantasy. not Definitely not the swashbuckling adventure, the fantasy. And the fans are like, no, we no. like swashbuckling adventure. And they're like, so we'll double down on the fantasy aspect yeah. then? Okay. Okay. That's yeah. what Assassin's Creed did. And they did it in uh, the worst way possible. Where was, they did, like, they doubled down and then tripled down. Because yeah. they started to go off the rails with Odyssey. Yes, definitely. So, no, they started with Origins, but it was, like, cool the way they did it because it was, like, they were kind of insinuating that Bayek was just, like, going on, like, drug trips. Yeah. And that was kind of neat. And then in Odyssey, they really were, like, that's when they went off the rails and they doubled down on it. And then everyone was, like, hey, we don't like this. And then Yuzov was, like, yeah, that sucks. Let's jam it down your throat some more. With the <laughs> you didn't like that? How about this? It's like that, but way worse. <laughs> um, hey, I let's did give not... you an Iron Man suit. Like, I did oh play God. Odyssey. I did not play Valhalla. Yeah. Um, so we are going a return to form, back to the roots. Mm. Um, it's the 15th anniversary too, which is crazy. Uh, that's like I it's just 15 that years I've been, of I've been playing these games since I was so Ezio Auditore di Firenze. Yeah, so I I got into the franchise when Revelations came out, so that's the the fourth game that they made in the series. Um, so I was like 13 or 14 when that game came out, and I was yeah oh. Shit. Yeah, I was like twelve or thirteen when that game came out. God, I feel so fucking old because I played like Assassin's Creed One. Yeah, like I, yeah. So I played Revelations and then fell in love with that game and then went back and played yeah. them all and like up to the release of Three, which came out when we were in high school. And I like and I've just been a slave to it ever since. 
Yeah. That's so uh, wild to me. I, I think the return to form is really good because some of the best, one of the things that they said, uh, and I'm totally not reading this straight from an <laughs> article, uh, the upcoming Mirage will be heading back to the action-adventure narrative-driven game players likely remember from the beginning of the series yes. instead of focusing on stealth, parkour, and assassinations, which I don't really... They've always focused on stealth, parkour, and assassinations. And but see, it's and not that's like, the thing that we want them to focus on. I want them to focus on combat, stealth, parkour, assassinations. I don't want to be fighting dragons. I don't want to be getting transferred into the land of Norse gods and fighting giant wolves. I want to be... Sneaking through the crowd, stabbing a dude, and getting away before anyone even knows what happened. Yeah, I, I, I really find the way that they worded that interesting. Um, this comes from uh, Ubisoft's Bordeaux's narrative director Sarah Bulio, Bulo. I really got to practice these names before. They're all French. Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the French woman said that it's going to be a return to form, basically narrative-driven game, which, I mean. The narrative really never made sense in this Assassin's Creed game. We didn't it, like it for the narration. It's, no, definitely not like the modern days. Because they never have really like fleshed out like the time, like the what do you what do they call the machine? The, the animus. The animus. Like they've never really addressed why that's a thing. They they kind of have. It's yeah, like, they, they were we have like, to fight the Templars across time. We got to put you into the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, we got to plug you so in. so you can learn information about where this hidden artifact is. But, but guess we, what? They already have it. But we didn't care. We didn't <laughs> no. care. We didn't need that no. explanation. I, I wanted want... to play as a freaking pirate and drink rum and play dice and shoot chips. Black Flag was fucking good. So good. Um, I, I, dude, so many of them were good. I think my favorite ones were the Ezio ones, which was, oh, was that like, two? Yeah, two Brotherhood, Brotherhood and Revelations. And Revelations. Yeah, yeah, but like that. Brotherhood like, was those are some peak, of the, dog. Those are like some of the three best games ever made, period, though. Like, like, I mean, you really think about it, like the pinnacle of open world games and like a bunch of stuff that like are still in open world games to these day to this day oh. were introduced in those three games. I can name three games off the top of my head right now that blatantly stole shit from Assassin's Creed. Number one, Ghost of Tsushima. Not blatant. Maybe not steal. The whole concept of like a like stealth assassination. Stealth assassination, but more I'm trying to think of like how to explain it. So you go into an area that has guards that can alert like the leader. I'd more call that Far Cry base. Okay, thing. yeah, okay, I take it back. However, okay, so Far Cry Far Cry did it first. Assassin's Creed was the first to steal it from Far Cry, and then everyone else did. Yeah, so yeah, but I but mean, Shadow so, of War, the, the, the towers. Same, yeah, the towers. The freaking towers from Ubisoft. Um, that's like a staple now in every open world game. Does wait, who makes Shadow of War? Um, EA Monolith. Oh, okay, because that. Honestly, I play Shadow. I'm playing Shadow of War like on and off right now, or Shadow of yeah, yeah Shadow, Shadow of War. War. And I'm like, this just feels like an Assassin's Creed game. Like I feel like I'm playing yeah. Assassin's Creed, yeah. except there's orcs instead of people. Uh huh. Um, That's not a bad thing. It's not. It's not a bad thing. I'm I'm enjoying it. And the same thing when I was playing Ghost of Tsushima. Although Ghost of Tsushima has taken a huge spin on it, I think, and really emphasized the combat and pairing to the point where it doesn't feel like Assassin's Creed. But like, yeah. when you are like traversing the tops of houses and like and you're doing like a full stealth yeah, playthrough yeah. You're like, and you're you're like oh this, this is, is an assassin's creed, assassin's creed. Got it. Creed. Uh, and again not a bad thing because like when assassin's creed was doing it right they were doing it freaking right yeah um, and didn't they release more than just mirage so so we have the most information on mirage because that's the one that's coming out the, the soonest i believe they just said 2023 but and i want to talk about this they already are allowing you to pre-order the game there's not an act there's not a set released it yet like and we haven't even gotten like gameplay for it yet yeah i don't like the i don't like how you can keep so that's uh, weird to me do we say who the main character is oh um no so for those of you that played 
uh, Valhalla, the main character for Assassin's Creed Mirage is Basim. So you're going to be playing him in his younger years. So Basim is an assassin that you meet in Valhalla. And he's kind of the one that gets you into the fold. And he's like, hey, check out this cool assassin order. I think it'd be cool. And then at the end, he tries to kill you because it turns out that he, that you, the two of you are, uh, oh, fuck, what is it? They're like, you're related to the, to the species of the past before the world blew up and started anew. It's so confusing yeah. and convoluted. Basim doesn't like you because you killed his kid in a past life. Uh, so he's trying to kill you. Um, uh, and this takes place in Baghdad. Yes. So this takes place before Valhalla in Baghdad, which I'm super excited about. Um, it just, you know, it's really reminding me of Revelations, which is one of my favorites because that one takes place in a Middle Eastern country as well as um, Assassin's Creed, the first one, which yeah. takes place in um, Israel and yeah. all those things. Um, so it's just, it's super neat. Um, this one, you do get an eagle. Uh, oh God, I'm so sick of the Enkidu. I'm so sick of the eagles. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I, unless they what like. What game were they in before this? They introduced it in Origins. Yeah, I didn't play Origins. That was a good one. That'd I like that awesome. one a lot. Um, but so the eagle basically, for those of you that don't know, it's basically a drone. Yeah. It, you can like survey areas, tag enemies, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. It's because apparently you're a warg. And have a psychic connection with this eagle or something. I don't know. Listen, However, I don't want. I I don't care. I want it to be good. And yeah, I, I know. However, in the um, in the trailer, and I might just be. I, I'm just speculating here. Um, in the trailer that we watched, it looked like you know, so Basim's on like a rooftop surveying, yeah. trying to find his target, and he finds the target. The eagle flies, and it looked like it was just hovering over the one guy because then you know Basim gets caught by guards, and he's fighting the guards, and he looks up in the sky and he sees his eagle a few blocks down circling over the area so i'm wondering if they're kind of getting getting rid of the oh it's it's a drone yeah no like, i don't it's think it's actually a drone and i'm wondering if it's going to be like a, oh you can tag one person yeah. and your eagle's going to hover over it and like that's it yeah i think it's like an eye in, of, the, eye in the sky kind yeah of instead of being able to tag the whole camp and then you can see him through walls it, don't i'm rambling now but um they also uh just moving on because i'm looking at it now they announced two other Upcoming three, games, three, three, three really, games. but um, so there's Assassin's Creed, codenamed Red, which is being developed by Ubisoft Quebec, which made Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which is gameplay wise one of yeah, the better ones. Very, very good gameplay. Um, and they also did Syndicate, which I liked, but not a lot of other I people did. Um, and finally, 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 they're taking us to feudal freaking Japan. We're finally getting it. We've I, been I, asking for this one for probably ten years now. Yeah, I think that that's a good idea. I mean, they. I like. I don't know God. why. I don't know how they haven't done it yet. Thank God. And then um, they also um announced Code Assassin's name. Creed codename Hex something. It's gonna be on. It's also uh, Ubisoft Montreal. Yeah, Ubisoft Montreal. Oh, that's different. I'm sorry. It's Ubisoft different. Quebec was the other one. How many fucking use? I'm sorry. I There's used my last. So many, dude. How many Ubisofts? Like, There's so many. How, in just in Canada. Oh, there's so many. Okay, and then there's Assassin's Creed codename Infinity. Um, a hub that will connect players through different types of Assassin's Creed experiences, old and new. Yeah. Infinity will also bring multiplayer back to Assassin's Creed with a standalone experience. My guess is that when they release Infinity, this is going to be an anthology. They're going to release, they're going to remaster yep. older Assassin's Creed. Yep. They're going to have a stand, uh, they're going to have a multiplayer that is going to be based on whatever the newest working mm -hmm. model of Assassin's Creed is at the time. Well, I feel like it's going to be kind of like what they're doing with Warzone. Yeah. What Call of Duty is doing with Warzone, where it's like, okay, you just download Warzone, and, and like, like Warzone is Warzone, and it's going to be separate from all of our other Call of Duty titles. However, you can get all the different guns and the skins from all the different Call of Duties yeah. and 
put him in there. I think that's what Infinity is kind of going to be like. I think Assassin's Creed... I, I don't know. Did you ever play the online when, oh, yeah, when it, it did happen? It, 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 was, it was good. Fun. I think that there's such a market for whatever this is that is it's maybe it's, it's a battle niche. royale. Maybe it's a multiplayer experience like 5v5, 10v10, whatever. I don't give a shit. I don't care what it is. There's such a market for this because people love these games. People are tired of shooters and people just want a really fun multiplayer experience to play with their friends in a you know world and setting that they enjoy. My takeaway from this is that, like, do you know how many people play Dead by Daylight? Do you know how many people play, um, like, Overwatch? People play, Seven. like, y- yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, no, Dead by Daylight has a huge really? community. That's yes, it. I insane, didn't know that. insane. Yeah, so many people play that game, and they all hate it. They all hate <laughs> yeah, it. I've right. never met a Dead by Daylight player who's like, no, I actually love it. Well, they do such I mean, that's a good kind of job. How it is with Overwatch, too. It is, yes, Overwatch is so bad that I. I, I loved Overwatch, trust me. I, I'm not shitting I. on the game. I'm just saying it's in a really bad spot. Competitively, it's in a really bad spot. Um, yeah. With Overwatch 2 coming out, I don't know. They yeah. just released a new character of that game and everyone got weird on the internet. Yeah, about I it. remember that. But anyways, we're talking about Assassin's Creed. We're talking about Assassin's Creed. Um, my favorite experience is Assassin's Creed uh, Brotherhood, I'd say. That's yeah, I, I'm just, I'm hoping that they bring back, uh, like, here's my thing. I am I really liked the whole open world aspect in the in the combat tweaks. I didn't like the story changes. That was the thing that really frustrated me. Well, I like I I don't care I, I, like well, I care about, about if the game plays like crap, I'm not going to enjoy it. But like it's the story for me that really that's what always drew me to the next release was like, "Oh, dang, yeah. like what like like who am I playing as? Like how is it yeah, related like, like, to like Yeah, like I remember like, yo, you know, conflict. holy crap, like I get to play as a freaking Native American assassin chilling and which re- one was that I three three yeah. chilling in revolutionary yeah yeah chilling in like revolutionary America this is awesome like yeah. I really want to like dive into the story dive in the world see how they like kind of twist it a little bit um and then I feel like they really kind of started to fall fall away from those and I'm hoping they get back into this and I found see, it cool because a lot of these things where it's like I don't know too much about you know Renaissance Italy I don't know too much about Rome I learned a lot of like actual like yeah. historical things because of this. I know dick all about Baghdad and I'm really excited to get there and be like, oh, wow, this is I never knew that. This yeah. is neat. you learn like about the landmarks like I. Yeah, the I culture. I won a bunch of trivia questions about like landmarks of, because of, uh, <laughs> of, of like Europe because, because I of played Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed yeah. too. Yeah, <laughs> um, I do want to talk about the point that you said um, open world. I don't need the Assassin's Creed games to be 100% open world because no, my favorite experience was Brotherhood where you could progress the main quest or you could go clear out encampments or yeah. you could send your like assassins, Bro- assassins on, on, missions. on missions. Yeah. I love that because it always felt like there was something to do if you did like when I play these games like I really do like to savor the story and the experiences oh, where the point where I'm like oh, I don't want to do the main story right now because I know I'm close to yeah. finishing. But see like I consider Brotherhood open world because it's like okay it, it, go, yeah, go yeah. do what you want. But it's not 100%. Yeah like like Origins Valhalla like that's too much of an open world where like yo let, let's save that for like you know Skyrim and The Witcher and yeah and stuff. Yeah like I think I think. Assassin's Creed is much better when it's very focused. Like here are here are the things that you can do. Like making places. a really polished mission where multiple ways to you know get your target and yeah, like yeah. they introduced that in um in Unity and I thought that was awesome. Where it's like, oh, you can assassinate your guy the good old fashioned way with a blade to the face, or you can you know he's very religious. You can sneak into the confessional and assassinate him through the that, confessional, or th- this is why I'm he's so going to ex- drink and I- you can poison his drink. Like th- like. This is why I'm so excited for you to play Dishonored because it's just first person. Oh! It's just first person Assassin's Creed. It Dude, literally, I know. Except, I'm gonna go ma- except there's magic. 
Hey, you know, um, okay. it's well, so, there's freaking magic in Assassin's Creed now. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, uh, it dis- Dishonored is so good. All right. How about we take a quick break and then we have our new segment. It's not the new segment. It's just we just we named it, it finally. Uh, it's called Pixel Pal Show and Tell. Show and Tell. We're talking about TV shows. Um, get it? Uh, we'll be right back after these non commercials All right, we are back, uh, and we're going to discuss the two shows probably that we've both been enjoying. Yeah. If you listen to last week's episode, you know that we're watching Rings of Power and House of the Dragon. I'm not 100% deep. caught up on House of the Dragon. I'm caught up on both. Yeah, wouldn't it be nice? Uh, we can I, talk about episode three, I, though. Yeah, episode yeah. Three, ep- so episode good. three was really good, and I really started off not liking House of the Dragon. You did? Um, yeah. I really started off being like, oh, Rings of Power, easy. Now they're really close. I would still prefer Rings of Power, although that's not a popular uh, no, stance to take on the internet, because I've seen so many people tweet like, like I like both shows, but House of the Dragon is definitely better. And I was like, okay, okay. Um, so let's do Ring of Power first because yeah, I just yeah. watched that one. It's a little fresher in my mind. Um, the episode that just released, spoilers, um, episode three, uh, we have um, the elf dude. I don't know any of them. Arandir. <laughs> Arandir is captured by the orcs. Um, and there's like, I, I just think it's a really interesting development to see how the orcs are like making Mordor. Mordor, yeah. Because I mean, it's not like that's not what they're saying, but like, but it is on, revealed they're that they're more. making a place where there's no sun and they can, yeah, and they can just do their evil, chill and be evil, there. evil, evil shit. And I think it's really interesting that they're using like the tunnels. I think the people who made the show really, really thought about lore. it, which they should. It's $25 million per episode or whatever. Yeah. They, they really should, but I do think it's like an insane amount of like world building that, and especially because like, I mean, that was like a big deal in the Lord of the Rings movies when like you see these. Urukai, which are like orc hybrids, and people are like, wait, they, they can go out in the sun now? Like, oh god, we are screwed. Like, yeah. this is not good. Like, we're bone. Because in the first, like, when like Mary and Pippin get captured and like the second one or whatever. In the end of the first one, yeah. yeah like the, it, that's all happening at night, and they have to move like under the cover of night because they're not captured by Urukai. Or, or they no, have well, no, orcs it, with it, them. It's, it, they have orcs with them, but yeah, it's it's like they they can really only move at night because they have to hide under the trees and in the bushes because they um because otherwise the orcs get burned by the sun and like even like in certain battles like in the third movie of the battle of pelinor field like gandalf is like hey let's bring the sun and he like blinds them all and they're <laughs> yeah. all like oh my skin yeah um so i i don't know i just think it's really interesting i would love to see, i really wanted to see more of um elrond in this episode yeah i did too uh, with the Celebrant like the dwarves and, and the dwarves, yeah I really think that's an interesting, um, maybe just because I really like Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of War. But like, that's where I'm at though, where I'm like, oh shit, like it's Caleb Brimbor, it's the dude from the video game. Like, but and it's that thing where it's like, yo, I really want to see how they're gonna, because like you know we learned about his huge screw up. I want to see how the show's gonna yeah. do it though, because I'm sure the show will do it a little bit differently than it happens in the games. And yeah. it's that thing where they really like, brush past it in the game. Yeah, like, but it's that thing where like, is it gonna be as tragic? Like, is are his wife and daughter gonna get slaughtered by Sauron? And yeah, like, are we like, gonna see that? Like, it's it opens up a world of possibilities. Um, I was so freaking like, you know, they're talking like when so going to Galadriel's half, um, when she's like, Where are we going? And the guy's like Numenor like, home. <laughs> and then we start passing by the faces and I was like, Oh, oh. I'm like it's that. I'm, I'm I'm smacking my fiance. She loves all the rings. So I'm like, Do you know where they're going? Do you know where? She's like, I don't know. And I'm like, no, 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 no. She's like, How do you even know? I'm like the, the faces, they they say the thing, it's Fine. Yeah, I, I did have to like I didn't want to be like a super big nerd because my wife was also watching with me and she was like she loves Lord of the Rings but like not She's not like us about yeah, it like really fucking nerd out about it but I was like 
like even before they brought it up, I was like, oh, like the Numenorians like stood with the elves and like the battle. You like, know like, what I mean? like Aragorn is the last of the Numenorian yeah. blood. Like yeah. he's the only dude out there with Numenorian like, blood now. They like the elves, or they did, but they have some har- they have some anger against animosity. The elves but it's because- it's like fifty fifty because then there's Elendil, whose name literally means friend of the elves. Yeah, and there's like a, definitely a good amount of people that still believe in the elves and like thank the elves for I guess the. The elves are kind of the bad guys, though, like if you really think about it. Well, and glad you even brings that up because this one guy that she's also hanging out with, Halbrand, she's like, he's like, yeah, well, you know, my people are the are the one that that stood with Morgoth. And she's like, yeah, my people are the one that started the war with him. Yeah. <laughs> like, so it's like, like we, dude, we all like, did bad shit. Like, you we're know? not. We're not. And so it, but it's cool too, like because it is a thing. And I feel like they don't really explain it well in the Lord of the Rings movies. Like. Why do people hate on the elves so much? Like, I feel like they're just chilling. They're giving everybody like the the party yeah. upgrades. Like and they stuff. come and and kill people when you you're, when you you're, ask. Yeah. Like, but and it's that thing where it's like, yo, like they they're kind of the ones. Like Morgoth went and like like did one bad thing to them, and really was like, and they're like, we're gonna be fascists now, and like, we're gonna come to your turf and just rule there instead. Yeah. You don't get rights. So anymore. it so it's kind of like neat to be like, oh, so like this is really why like there's so much animosity towards the elves and why people are kind of like, hey, like why don't you guys just like piss off yeah like we don't want you here yeah um, i know you're trying to help but we don't need it we don't want it so and they wonder why people are going to turn to sauron um, and then the end the ending of the third episode before we move on to house oh, of dragon yeah, yeah. was the it was like a person was approaching um that was like an elf or, or a human or yeah, something so it was not I'm, i think it's either sauron or i'm wondering if it's like so you know how in like shadow of mordor he had his like little servants like the tower the hammer and the black hand yeah i'm wondering if it's like one of those guys because Sauron, at least from what I know, in his elf appearance, he has white hair and he's very like, like you know, he dresses bright and da 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 da. It could be Sauron though. It could. I be. think it could be like Sauron in his like physical form, um, or it could just be like one of his servants like going to do his bidding. Yeah, like a general or something. But yeah, however, because they were like call call Adar and yeah, that's like the elvish word for Sauron. Yeah, I don't like something. I don't like cliffhangers either. Yeah, I don't either. So I um, like, can we talk about that really? goofy shot though from this past episode because it was i i had me laughing which one and like not in like a the the slow-mo shot of her on a horse i'm like what's the point of this why why is this in here like (laughs) i think it's because like she's free and she's like you know elves like horses (laughs) but i feel like that's like it was definitely that, that scene was shot to as if it was like a payoff that we've been waiting for for like four seasons where it's like Oh man, she's always wanted to ride a horse. She's been begging to ride a horse. Then finally she gets to ride a horse after four seasons of waiting. It's like, wait, what? It wasn't interesting. That scene was shot as if it was like a tech demo for like a TV that you're looking at at Best Buy. Yeah, it was, (laughs) it was an interesting design choice. Um, it was very quick though. I, I didn't hang up on it as much as you did. That's why I was like, I I was just like, I was just like, and then the the cute little warg. That thing was so cute. Oh, dude, the little, uh, yeah. The derpy little warg. Like, I loved, I loved it. People were shitting on the CGI. I think it's good. Dude, it was good. tearing up the elves. It was kidding? so cute, though. Like, oh, dude, that <laughs> shot at the end of Arandir being, like, almost getting free and then his friend getting that, shot. I was like, oh, That man. went so hard. I was worried that. They were going to kill well, him? No, no, no. I wasn't worried that they were going to kill him. I was worried that, like, Lord of the Rings always does, like, the good guys win the end. You know what I mean? It's not like Game of Thrones where it's like everyone dies, everyone you love dies, and everyone that you even thought about dies. Um, I thought it was really, really fun. I mean, not fun, but I thought it was really, really good to have him so close to escape and then get it taken away, yeah. and then he has to go back. I was like, 
man, I'm just, yeah, I just they're, they're really Shawshanking us. And yeah, I'm, I just I'm didn't want it. it to come too easy. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, if, I didn't either. If they escaped and then, you know, he went to find the elves and then yeah, like, they just come back like, and like free them all. I'd like, no, I feel like them escaping the orcs, like, like I mean, for all intents and purposes, they're, they, they turn the elves into their slaves. Yeah. Like, like, you know, them escaping captivity, that needs to be like a big, like end of the season moment. Like, yeah. like, like, holy shit, we, like, guys, like, we really persevered. We did it, guys. Not like a third episode. They like, went, oh, dude, he went. But he went hard. He went goblin mode. The guy, the elf <laughs> dude, I don't know his name. You know, Arandir. Arandir. When he, like, jumps up in the air and, like, with the with the axe and, like, takes so down awesome. the, the encampment thing, I was like, that was sick. All right, let's move on to House of the Dragon. Yes. I do not remember that much about that. Um, so the third episode, um, we're, we're an episode behind. We did time skip. Yep, time skip. It's been uh, three years. Oh, um, yes, I do remember. Um, yes. Yep. Yes, so yes. basically, the king is on a hunt, and he's trying to set Rhaenyra up with uh, Jason Lannister. Yep. Oh, yep, yeah. His name yeah. is Jason. It didn't, it, she well, was not uh, feeling it. The dude no. was cocky. I didn't like him either. Uh, well, he's a Lannister. Um, anyways, um, and she's like, Dad, like, screw you. Like, you know, I don't want to get married. And he's like, well, it's your duty. You have to be set up. And she's like, well, you you chose Allison out of love. Why can't I choose someone out of love? And then he's like, yeah, you should probably choose. He's like, ah, shit, you're right. So, so that's basically like what like the whole like episode is. It's like she runs away and then her personal bodyguard chases after her. And she has a heart to heart where she's like, dude, I freaking hate that. Like all these all of like these big life decisions that I should have agency over are being decided for me. And he's like. Okay, but like people would. It could be worse. He was like, I kid you not, people would literally kill other people to be you. Yeah, like to in be your in your position. position. Like because of you, like my house is going to be as famous as it gets. Like, yeah. you know, you picked me to be in the King's Guard, and that's like the highest honor my house will ever receive. My favorite um, uh, shot of the episode was when, the very end. No, no, oh. it was when the the king was just getting absolutely hammered drunk, like <laughs> hammered drunk, and he's like, uh, like he just the the seven different shots of him refilling his wine. I was like, man, they really know what it's like. Yeah, he was getting he was getting sloshed. <laughs> they know it. Um, they know what it's about. That guy's hangover is going to be insane tomorrow. So I think it's crazy that Damon Targaryen had the best part of that episode and only had two lines in the whole show in the very beginning when he was like flying over his dragon. He's like, come out, crab feeder. I'm going to feed you to your crabs. That was all he said. Dude, and then the last 10 minutes were him completely silent and he stole the episode. His um, fight sequence where it's just like, I'm going to take you all on. You know what I mean? I thought that that was awesome. very Lord of the Rings-esque where it's like. But it also, um, it reminded me a lot of the Battle of the Bastards from Game of Thrones where like, oh, yeah, like John, yeah. but like, whereas Damon did that on purpose, John kind of accidentally fell into it because he fell into Ramsey's trap. Whereas yeah. Damon was like, yo, I'm doing this on my own. I don't need my brother's help um, because Damon kind of threw a hissy fit because his because the king was like, hey, we'll send you he reinforcements. He beat that dude to death. That dude, guy, pretty I feel much. so bad for that guy. He's like, dude, that guy's doing his dude, job. I dude. saw this. He's just coming up. He's just doing his job. You didn't have to do him like yeah, that. He literally I, takes his helmet and just, and just bashes, bashes his face. And I saw this hilarious meme where it's him looking at the letter and it just says, hey, beat up the messenger. No, <laughs> no reason. It's just funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, dish, dish, dish. But yeah, so, but there's like a lot of like neat parallels where it's like, it's him you know, running down the army on his own. And then like at the very end of the battle, like Damon's covered in blood. And then like, I just saw these like comparison shots of like, you know, there's Jon Snow covered in blood and Jon Snow, spoiler alert, he's a Targaryen. I didn't see the fourth episode. So I want to ask oh, yeah. you something. Yes, okay. So Damon goes in the cave, kills yep. the crab person. Uh -huh. Right? Is, is he like half crab? What's up with that guy's face? Um, I don't think. I think I don't he think either had grayscale or oh grayscale. I, that's burned. I was trying to think. I think I think he's either grayscale or burned, but okay. it looked a lot like grayscale. So scale. he goes and he kills the crab person. He comes out. 
I in the like the last shot or like whatever when it shows him, I was like, does he look like he's a crab person now? No, he's not okay, a crab person. That makes me feel better because then I did no, no, see no. a picture of him kissing Rainier up. Yeah, yeah, no, um, those Targaryens that do no. love kissing each other. <laughs> Jesus, it's not. A, I was having this. We, you, and my wife were having this conversation the last week when you left. Where I, at first I was really thrown off by all like the incest because like the second episode he goes on a date with like an eight year old and you're like, oh my god, and it's also his like cousin's yeah, daughter, and you're like, oh my god. But then I realized that I watched Game of Thrones and I watched uh, brother and sister bang for eight on, seasons too. Basis. It's not. It's not like it was like a. Like so I was, was like, I, can I really complain about this? No, no, I can't. It's just the shock and awe because I haven't seen it in so long. Yeah. you know. Yeah, and even then, I feel like Game of Thrones was much more heavy-handed about it than House yeah. of the Dragon is being. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was every scene that's like, we shouldn't be doing this because we're twins, and, <laughs> but I but I love you, and I can't I can't help that. It's, <laughs> yeah. Well, they're going to have a Habsburg gin. Oh, yeah. We, uh, I, so other than that, I thought the third episode was really good. I'm really excited to watch the fourth. Yeah, fourth I think it's getting better. I think the first two episodes just really were like a lot of setup and stuff that yeah. I wasn't particularly interesting yes. to me. No, yeah, the third episode, it's a lot of like, oh, wow, this is payoff for a lot of the stuff they've been setting up so far. Yeah. Yep. Um, but so other than that, I think that's about it for what we've been watching. Yeah. A uh, little quick update. If you made it this far, I got an Xbox. Yes, you did. Xbox sent me an Xbox. Very excited. I'm never going to play on my PC ever again. No. Um, Army of Two, me and Zach are going to play that. Yeah, so we're going to so do fun. a Let's Play series. <laughs> a Let's Army Play of Army of Two. Um, and then um, I'm coaching high school esports. So I'm going to be coaching nice. a Super Smash Brothers team. Nice. So I got to start playing that again. Yeah, you do. Other um, than that, Zach. I'm going to be uh, downloading Dishonored tonight and uh, getting getting. I'm, al that, so. I'm also going to play with... I actually own it on Steam, so I'll, oh, I'll replay yeah. it just hell so yeah. I, I remember everything. Um, yeah. Dishonored 2, also very I've heard all of them are great. But I'm very excited to see. It. And then there's a third one that I never yeah. even heard about. I was I, I was on the Game Pass library because I also got a year of Game Pass for free. Um, I was on Game Pass and I was like, what the fuck is this? All right. That's going to be it. Pixel Pals out. Pixel Pals out. Thank you.